welcome to another fabulous episode of uh, Dragon Ball Optimists, the Dragon Ball podcast that me and TL have obviously been doing for Mm -mm. the last three years. It definitely is not called that. (laughs) Of all the names, it definitely is not called. We're definitely not Dragon Ball Optimists. No. No. (laughs) Possibly not. Uh, this is a, the 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 jokingly titled, but now still seemingly untitled, uh, uh, just vent session between myself and TL. We've got a lot of ideas cooking about what to talk about, and uh, TL was telling me about how he was rewatching the uh, Saiyan saga in Dragon Ball Z, and it piqued my interest because I too, literally at the same time, am doing research. By research, I mean I'm watching it on fucking. <laughs> On my phone uh, dr- of watching Dragon Ball as well, so I'm just like, you know what? Why not get the bread ends of the sandwich and watch the Boo Saga and then the Saiyan Saga right after? That sounds but like no, a um, terrible you're, idea. You're watching this. You're it's it's it is whiplash. Let me tell you, because <laughs> as we're gonna get into Saiyan Saga, um, it's an odd one for Dragon Ball Z, obviously because obviously it's it's the first one. They introduce everybody or everybody introduced for this new Dragon Ball Z medium. Because not everybody watched Dragon Ball, especially when you're growing up in the 90s. <laughs> yeah. Kind of reintroduces the cast, though, is what the Saiyan Saga really does. There's like a time skip, right? Like three years, four years, well, before Gohan. So, yeah, like a four-year time skip, right? Uh, Yeah. So, Some I mean, like yeah, I mean, like, so, yeah, so you have, it, it's either four or five years of a time skip. After a time skip, like people, so, yeah. how Dragon Ball Z, and, and so, yeah, we're getting to it. How Dragon Ball, how Dragon Ball proper ends, it ends on a time skip, because exactly, Goku, yep. um, he leaves when they find out about the egg. He goes and trains with Kami, um, in the tower. I think Korin actually introduces him to Kami at the mm. end, and he comes back, and like that's the big thing. It's like everyone's like, "Oh, we're so much taller," and then Goku's like, "I'm taller than all of you." Yeah, like Goku's <laughs> huge growth spurt, where they couldn't even recognize him at first. Right, but yeah, and then immediately, or right after, right after this tournament, oh, here's another four years. So maybe that seven years for the for the Boo Saga was not as odd as I, I like to imagine it kind of is in my head. No, there's time I mean, skips all around in Dragon Ball. I mean, there's a three year time skip for them training between Trunks showing up. Well, that's why <laughs> I, the thing is like Dragon Ball. The one thing that it does get over, I guess, more Western animation because anime does this all the time. Um, it it does progress. Like nothing in Dragon Ball is static. Like, the characters may be static, but nothing, like, time does not halt. Not the plot, like that's, not the that's overarching the, story. Yeah, that's the... It builds on each other. That's, like, the, the plus part about, like, the reason why Hercule is a thing. Because Hercule would have never been a thing, like, if if you if time doesn't stop. And I think that's one of the, like, for me to, I'm going to praise some latter Dragon Ball Z stuff. And literally, it's all the, the fucking Hercule-Satan stuff. Is because, all, the, like, all the Satan boost stuff works really well. But well, no, I think just Satan in general. Yeah. Like, I think it proves, like, he saves the world in the end, man. That was well, so no, cool. Not he just, was like getting the all that shit was very cool to me. Right, but I mean, that's the that I mean that could have been Krill. Like that that's a that's a <laughs> it could have been anybody, thing. I guess. But it's cool that it was him, you know. Yeah, but I think what's actually cool about Satan, and mm-hmm. I'm not sure, I'm not sure I agree with Koryama of putting him more in the story. What's actually cool about Satan is the fact like. It proves that the world still moves forward without those fighters, right? And like one of the things mm, that one of the things that is like kind of sad about the Budokai Tenkaichi is the fact that 
so many of those fighters like get really good stories and we don't see any more of them. Like we don't see Nam, we don't see like we, we don't see any of these cool characters. Lunch. Well, Launch was never uh she was never in the uh Budokai Tenkaichi. I'm talking well, about okay. legitimately you mean, like fighting just, game characters. I'm just no, not not the fighting game character. I'm talking about the Budokai oh, the actual I'm sorry. world tournament. I, I actual really world. thought you were talking about the games. No, <laughs> I was talking about Budokai, the actual like the actual Budokai. Oh, okay, Tenkaichi. I see what yeah. you mean. Yeah. Uh, the actual world tournament. Tien's so, around, you know. Uh, <laughs> the, the well, I mean, I, that's the thing. It's like you get Tien, <laughs> you get you know Goku and Yamcha and Krillin, but there's so many other Roshi. fighters. Well, and Roshi, but Roshi's not really combatant. But I'm talking about like there's so many other fighters, and like to know that the world is still moving and the tournament is still happening even without Goku without and them, without them being involved, yeah, right, is a cool thing to think. Is very like, important. I, I wonder if anybody's done any compelling fiction about what, how he, Mr. Satan actually won, like what he did to win. Because relative to his competition, he was like a great martial artist. So it wasn't until like shit went way above his head where he started playing into like a Vince McMahon role. <laughs> well, no, I mean, he's a guy who's like, it's it's almost like the inverse of, I'm saying it's almost like the inverse of Goku, right? Like where Goku, the whole point of having Jackie Chun is to kind of, Make sure Goku doesn't get that big head about himself. Humble, that he can humble get, pie. Yeah, that he can that he can be better. Like it's almost like like Satan has the inverse of that because Mister Satan doesn't like he he won those tournaments you know so many times in a row. And what's really so when we look at like the timing on that, if he won, let's say he won multiple tournaments. Remember the uh, the Tenkaichi only happens every four years. Right. That's the thing. So he would have probably won if we go by Gohan's age, which is the only thing that we can really go by. He would have right. won that first year during the Saiyan saga, and then when they come back, they're in space for 18 months, and then they come back, um, and then Goku is gone for I believe it's another two years. So he would have won then. Then he would have won after the Cell stuff, but he would have been a two-time champion. You know, so yeah, the, I guess that all adds up. Huh. Yeah, so like the cool, the cool thing is, is like how do you use that frame? Because like one of the things that we've never seen is we've never seen what a two-time champion looks like. like is because there's no one has won it twice. I think that's a pretty interesting, uh, like sort of weird progression about Dragon Ball in general. Like it's not just Goku winning every time; it's not just him beating a guy who wins every time. Like. That's cool that there's never been a like a two timer. Yeah, I mean, and that yeah, because like Jackie Chan, Jackie Chan wins the first one. I guess Jackie Chan would have been the only one. Uh, I'm not sure if he won it previously. Oh no, he was a previous winner. So Jackie Chan is the only second time guy. And you, we all saw like when he won, he gave because you can when you win a Budokai Tenkaichi, you get whatever you want. And he mm -hmm. was able to use that money, get that money to Nam, so that his village could get water. Um, right. So, like, it does make sense that Hercule would be this media, like, emperor if that's what he wanted to do. And that yeah, seems like he if you get do. what you want, you get to, yeah, I, wow. I, I've man, been thinking you are giving so a, you're giving a, a Kiritoriyama a lot of credit right now. I'm not used to that out of you. Well, no, I was just like, well, I, I do think he's a bad writer, and we're going to get into <laughs> me being more, more critical. But I, I want it, like, if we're going to talk about the, the if we're going to talk about the Saiyan arc and the Saiyan saga... I do want to hate praise because I think <clears> – <throat> here's my big opinion about the whole Saiyan arc. 
I think that it should be diverse for div, divorce from Dragon Ball Z and be Dragon Ball. I think Dragon Ball Z officially starts when, when they go to space. Gohan, yeah, with Gohan, Krillin, and Bulma go into space because that's when it becomes into the Gra- Dragon Ball formula. The Saiyan Saga, there is a lot of, like, it's very easy to look at it on its own, and it does a lot of great building blocks to what the show will be because it introduces Vegeta and stuff like that. But honestly, I think that the Saiyan arc is, it's more of a, it's more of tying up the bow, tying up loose for ends Goku. from Dragon Ball, from Dragon Ball and finishing mm-hmm. it. Because like what we have in, what we have in Dragon Ball Z that, that starts, we have Piccolo actually finding who he is, finding himself, right? And, it's, and the reason why, like, the reason why I think people more gravitate to Vegeta getting his character overturned than piccolo it's one we know for a fact that piccolo has it in him to change um just like the fact that he entered the tournament in dragon ball is a move that piccolo damio or or king piccolo wouldn't have done um and so you have an ability for him to grow because piccolo's only at the start of dragon ball z eight years old canonically yeah he's very young right (laughs) so it gives him time to grow um, two, Goku finally dies in a series where everyone has died. Roshi died, uh, Chaosu died, Krillin died, Goku didn't die. So this gave Goku, you know, a thing to, you know, it gave him a reason to die. And then, like, we also got, like, another training, we got Goku essentially doing the last training, like, montage with a superior... <laughs> Well, just with a with a superior otherworldly like being, being up until the cell bullshit and it goes in the filler, because like here's how the last here's how the last like the last couple arcs of Dragon Ball happens. Dragon Ball he meets Master Roshi because a student of the Turtle House goes through. Then dra- then he goes and does the Red Ribbon Army stuff, but he's still like he's not really training. His next training arc is with uh, Kami. In the lookout tower. He meets mm-hmm. we meet Master Corrin. When he meets Yajirobe, he goes to Kami. Then, lastly, what is the highest thing? Once you get past God, it is the God in the other realm. Like, it's not even King Yama. It's the God. It's like, it's literally the God above him that he yeah, goes to meet. Yeah, and he yeah, goes and, and trains with Kami. Boy, if you think Escalation of Deities is crazy, I mean, we know where it leads. And... <laughs> We know it leads to the Buu Saga, Kai stuff, and then we know that leads into Dragon Ball Super, where it's like, there's 12 multiverses and 17 gods in each of them. Go nuts. <laughs> right. So, like, I, I think that's really important. And then, like I said, there's the baton pass to the other main character. Like, even watching through, because I ended up watching all through Saiyan Saga, because that's what the Steelbooks are. By the way, uh, December 15th, the new Steelbooks are coming out uh, that has the Cell Saga stuff. Of course, Ooh. I pre-ordered it. Because I I have to. It's going to have a fully uh, a fully redone Blu-ray version of Goku and uh, Piccolo riding in cars. The my favorite film <laughs> episode of all time. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. I am going to when when I get that steelbook. I am going to do a FMV or not FMV, but I'm going to do like an AMV of them driving. Uh, get out the way. To, no. Uh, to uh, uh, either that sitting, joke on Team Four either yeah, either yeah. either sitting uh, sitting sideways of uh, my Paul Wall or 
They uh the the chameleonaire they see me rolling. Jesus God. Make sure, yeah, you got to make sure you get in that crisp HD new Blu-ray set memes. Oh, I can't wait because that's what everybody is. I think, I think you're, I think you I think I'm really just paying for the, like, I think I can get these DVDs. I think I'm really just paying for a steelbook. Don't mind the steelbooks look tremendous. They do look cool. I think right. it's a very good look. Yeah, God. I think I'm just paying for the steelbooks. If we were more popular, people would think we were shills. It turns out we just really think it's cool. <laughs> yeah, I really think it's the well. It's weird. So like Dragon Ball Z. Is like the first anime fandom that I had. I don't think it was ever my favorite anime. Like I love Hakusho a lot more. I love like like right now I'm a huge My Hero Academia person. My Hero, yeah, yeah. But like I don't know. It's like and I, I mean I've been watching. I've been rewatching through Inuyasha now, and like it's just something about those shows. Like there is a really good like dynamic to them and i think filler and all i think what's happened uh before we like i said go dive right in we've become such a a slave of like how much time are we spending with an x thing especially Mm -hmm. before the before the four times right is we we became such a slave of like well how how long are we spending on x y and z without kind of looking at the overall like what is the enjoyment of it? What is going through? And like one of the cool things of in rewatching Dragon Ball uh, Z with the filler, because I'm not watching Kai, is you kind of see where the intent was. And sometimes it is good just to have like an episode where it just dies down and it just lets mm. lets characters breathe. Like it doesn't in- have to have interesting like interesting take to though. It. Like I I kind of wish they would give. The, like a, the script, you know, because like it's the same script they had from the '90s, warts and all. Like, mm. or or maybe like I don't know if they could do a redub of that again. And that's that is asking a lot. Of course, I know this is I mean, ridiculous at this point. But if you did like a you know 2020s era of, of these voice actors who have a lot more years under their belt, just give Dragon Ball Z the Kai treatment, except you don't cut the filler. It's just the voiceovers and. I mean, not even animation. It would just be a voiceover treatment. So the the test here, the 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 case theory for that is going to be what they do with these One Piece dubs. So One Piece, I'm not sure if it was a rights thing or was just like what Funimation was doing from the dubbing end, but they are just now dubbing the Dressrosa arc. The Dressrosa arc, in animated form, has been done. (laughs) In Japan for over ten years now. Jesus ten years? Christ, ten I, years? I think so. Wait, let me make oh sure. It's been they, a I mean, while, but they still they still dub the movies as they're happening though. That's so weird. They do. It's it's that's got to be it's weird because like so plot weird wise, that... it, plot wise, you're gonna see like your voice acted characters like so far in the future. Here's the thing. It's so weird. They've already had to have a character be devict. Before he's been introduced oh, in the Jesus anime, Christ. Um, Sabo, who's a main, who's a big character in One Piece, uh, was originally voiced by Vic. Uh, and then I was watching; <laughs> it was so funny. I was watching the, um, I was watching the latest One Piece movie, which they did Stampede. bring over here, and it, uh, it, it is. Stampede is literally a love letter to everything One Piece. Like I, it's literally the movie. That's like, what people have said. I've, yeah. I've heard a lot of people saying high praise. If somebody movie. was like, because like, if you've never seen One Piece, I wouldn't 
I wouldn't say watch that movie because you'll never get anything. I think Gold's a better movie. Of like, if you don't know who these One Piece characters are, Gold is a great one. Oddly, like, oddly enough, going back to Dragon Ball, I feel the same way about the Broly movie. Like, if you haven't ever seen a Dragon Ball movie, you don't really. You probably like Broly movie probably won't hit as much. But no, I think yeah. I think I think Battle They're of the Gods. I think that's why Battle of the Gods is a better is a good movie. It's a better movie. Yeah, I yes. think so. It 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 more warmly introduces the cast back into the scene. You know, these characters yeah. haven't had an animated production in fifteen years, and it's nice to kind of get a feel for where things are. I definitely agree with you there. Right. Where something like you said, something like Broly, if you don't know, oh, but I mean, Broly's you don't, just, when you know though, mm, man, like that exactly. goes to the fight looks and that's, so sick. And that's the thing with Stampede. Like so, Stampede, there's just so many great characters, and there's so much like history. Like it's building on the history of One Piece. Yeah. And one of the characters they introduce canonically has not been has not been in the series yet. Uh, was in Stampede, was but in Stampede. won't be in the future. <laughs> but no, he yeah, he will be. Okay, so the character is going to be in the new episodes that they are dubbing because okay. that is the introduction to that character. Good Lord. <laughs> now, in the video games, that character, Sabo, was yeah. voiced by Vic. Would you like to guess who is Vic? Is it Johnny Young Bosch? It is. You which can't I be died serious. laughing. I remember when I was watching it, I was like, I was like, man, it's like, did you Vic get fucking me right now? There's no I was, way. I was like, um, I was like, oh man, did Vic get, did Vic get better? Like, I, I was doing the thing of like, I, I think Vic is like, like Vic sucks, but did he get better? And then. Like, I look at the thing and it says Johnny Young Bosch. I was like, "Yep!" And there oh you fucking go. And God. listeners, if you didn't know, uh, Johnny Young Bosch uh, voices Super Broly in the Dragon Ball Fighters game, where in the theatrical movie he was voiced by Vic. It's it, it's just funny. I don't know. Maybe he owes him favors. I really don't know at this point. Look, <laughs> like, I just want I Johnny Young Bosch is a good job, though. I want Johnny Young Bosch to do a. Uh, What's called to do a, uh, a cover of Edward Elric so we can get back to doing our our Full Metal Alchemist podcast. That would be great. You know what? That would be great. If you could just do that with JYB for me, just, you know, to be the main character of an entire fucking show. I mean, just do uh, it as as Vast to Stampede. It'd be so great. Re- release, release the JYB cut. Yeah, release the JYB cut. Uh, <laughs> My but, fake petition okay. to get him to do a voiceover for the Broly movie. We are really losing the plot here. We are losing the plot. So let's get back to Dragon Ball Z. Uh, One Piece is great. One of these days, I want to talk Dylan into doing a Holy Night Mark and and going through One Piece. Oh my God, that's dude! It's giving me, it's giving me, it's taking me a little bit more time than I thought I would get through my hero. So the thought of having a thousand more fucking sh- the, you know chapters at my fingertips is a lot. Yeah, One Piece is but One Piece is great. Love it. I can't, can't. I know it's very it very good. And I know. I like, it's, it's just is awesome. Like when I saw the Wano arc stuff, like on on Twitter, just yeah. like the Sakuga stuff, like yeah. Beautiful. Looks That's incredible. My biggest thing, I always tell people, to me, and I know like some one piece here is like, no, you have to read the whole thing. You don't. You honestly don't. What kind of story <laughs> do you want to hear? Or if you want to just catch up with Wano, just go right to Wano, because Wano is his best stuff. There's a lot of payoff stuff, but you can always go back. It's like, you would never tell somebody, oh, hey, I want to read X-Men. I'm going to pick up this trade of X-Men. No, you have to go read that. <laughs> you got to start with X-Men 19... number one. <laughs> yeah, like you would never tell anybody that. So I always get weird at that when people are like, no, you have to read the whole thing. It's like, no. How it's, it's Oda thing, does it. It's it's the thing where people are like, you have to experience it the way I did. You know, you have to have this right. like peak, like, you know, top tier experience. And it's like, well, I mean, if I really want, like, 
you can just read a little something beforehand and then like kind of dive in and you, you get the gist of it. Like, it doesn't have to be like, oh, I have to feel the full emotional weight of the full context, full every like, you know, sometimes yeah. it's fun to just let stuff ride. Yeah, it's just, it's so weird. It's so weird to me, but uh, anyway, uh, losing the point, a show that we got halfway, halfway through the series, Dragon Ball Z. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I, I think the Saiyan arc is literally I, the I best. I like your point. I, I think I it's like the your... best, I think it's the best thing Akira Toriyama has ever done. High praise, but I think, uh, this, this actually does <laughs> dovetail back to what you're saying about how it feels like a continuation of Dragon Ball. Yeah. I, I made the point a long time ago, and I still kind of maintain it. I don't know. I feel like once Vegeta and Nappa are casually blowing up planets, like, it doesn't matter. I feel like it, it just goes into some other realm. And, like, yes, that's filler stuff. But, I mean, you're watching vanilla Dragon Ball Z anyway, TL, so you're watching the filler stuff. Point right. being, when they're casually blowing up worlds, I feel like that raises the stakes from, I mean, like, Raditz didn't really do all that much. The Cybermen themselves didn't really do all that much. But, like, you could still, you could still tell Raditz is on another level. Like that, and that's the introduction to like Saiyans as a thing, to Goku as an alien. Well, no, they've teased Goku as an alien in the in, the, in Dragon Ball proper. So I don't know. I think you're right onto something when it says when you say that the Saiyan saga feels like a continuation of Dragon Ball because it feels like the ultimate payoff. Right. Um, it also so the the thing about Dragon Ball is when you look at Dragon Ball, especially as you go like there's an escalation into the threats. Like, it, it, it escalates in a very gradual... Like, in the sense, it's like the logical, gradual step. Um, so, like, first you have Pilaf, who is literally a cartoon villain. Pilaf mm-hmm. is literally Skeletor. He's literally, you know, uh, Mumra. Like, he's a bubbling That's why he's cartoon. a gag character these days. That's why he's a gag character. Yeah, I mean, he's, a, he's a... Oh, my God. What if what if one of those characters is Pilaf? I would probably die. I would probably die of joy. You want Emperor Pilaf? I want Emperor Pilaf. Hey, Emperor Pilaf! You want the dog in Mai? I want... Dude, no, I want Mai in there so Trunks can be like, Mai? Sorry, honey, I'm actually 80. Did I want the dog to be like, Mai, that's a child! What are you doing? Oh, it's so great. I've been... Oh, this a side note, I totally, in rewatching all this stuff, like, so Funimation has redone the, has done, like, re, they did redub it where it's not, uh, Chris Knuckleman as Vegeta. It's, um, it's, uh, Chris Sabat, um, as, like, who is the voice of Vegeta that we all know. Um, you know him. You know him if you're listening to Yeah, and, um, but, like, I miss old Krillin, Krillin voice, uh, before it Sunny was. Sunny Straight? Before it was Sunny Straight, yeah, the old Krillin voice. Oh, I don't know. Because uh, it, it was always very nasally, kind of like it's just like. Oh, you mean like <laughs> original Dragon Ball Krillin? Voice? Yes, I I I miss- love that Krillin. He's such a fucking like fucking like troublemaker dork ass. Like yeah, he but always was, like he's conniving. But God, I, yeah, you, like, you're right about old Krillin. <laughs> like I said, and then I was listening to I was watching. Uh, I was watching Inuyasha, and I totally forgot. Like I used to be able to do Shishomaru's little like assistant. Oh, Shishomaru! <laughs> oh, oh, why are you gonna mess with Inuyasha today? Like I was just like doing it. I was like, oh shit, that's right. Like when I was younger, I would do the thing. Like I would do the thing that uh that what's called does that I, I i used to just like when i'd hear the voices like they would just be outlandish i would just try to do the voice like that like it was just always so much fun. right and yet another thing that i i love about that whole thing um 
Yeah, I don't know. It was just like it you was talking about the escalation. Of yeah, it, no, so the escalation, progress. like it just gradually got there. But we went from a small emperor trying to take over, uh, then an army that was trying to take over the world, but they were a they were a literally literally a pure militaristic army, like they were a problem, right. and then you escalate to an actual demon from hell. Like <laughs> that is his arc. I don't give a shit that they retconned him to be an alien. He was a He's, demon. He can to still hell. that. See, here's the thing: people I like to defend is like he can still be a demon of the Namekians. Like it's still you know like that's still a thing. He can still be a demon realm dweller. Like in maybe it's confusing when you were thinking about the nameless Namekian, but maybe it's not. Maybe just just let 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 the past be the past. Watch out for what yeah. it was. You know, but and then. We look at what's called. So then we go. So you go from like demon from hell, who's going, who's going to you know enslave, destroy the Earth. cities, right? I mean, he right. can destroy cities and like pretty breathlessly, right? When he's like young, right? But the last two fights, like there was a hopelessness. But the problem was, if you look at the whole arc with King Piccolo, and in the Saiyan arc, the only reason why the King Piccolo fight like takes forever. Is Goku's never full? Like he, when he gets full, he's able to beat King Piccolo. Obviously, it's a last minute gambit, but he was full. He was he was um sorry he was what's called he was hungry he when he fought hungry he was hungry when he fought uh uh Piccolo the first time because hmm. that's like interesting. because that's like why Tambourine just whoops the shit out of him <laughs> yeah yeah Tambourine owns him and it's great um. But yeah, the the thing that I took from watching the Saiyan arc is there's an air of hopelessness throughout it. Like you get this ticking time bomb and everybody does this training. Everybody does a really good job of training, but there's really good there's really good foreshadowing in the fights. Um there's really like even so the Cybermen so the reason why that Yamcha shot, like, it's meme now because we're all fucking been a meme for like 12 Cynic. years. Said, yeah, so. we're all cynical <laughs> assholes. It's like, oh, Yamcha got blown up. He's useless. Oh, he's, he's a joke. Character. But the reason why that shot is so important is like literally four minutes before that shot, the Cyberman is in the hole in that same position. Yamcha thinks that it is dead. And right. that's why he's being an asshole. He only gets caught. The Cyberman didn't beat Yamcha. Yamcha beat the shit out of that Cyberman. It's just that Yamcha was being a cocky asshole, which is Yamcha's character, is he's a cocky asshole. And it got his ass fucking killed. And it got his ass murked for it. He um, sure did. If that's, yeah, you're, man, your, your fucking thesis point of just, like, it tying in the original Dragon Ball really fits, because, like, that is... You know, grim, grim or not, a an end to a character. <laughs> yeah, it is a definitely. Like, man, a, you're right. I, I get the hopelessness. You know, like that Nappa fight. I feel like is brutal as Dude, shit. That Nappa fight. I don't. I don't think you can because obviously everybody's whole thing is, hey, we're waiting for Goku. But here's the thing: if you're watching that fight, you don't know how strong Goku is. Like we know we've gone nope. through training, but we don't realize that there's a gap in the strength between Goku and everyone else. Everybody else. We don't know that. We don't even know that there's a gap between Nappa and Vegeta. 
or the, the gap is so wide between those two. Right. We we have no grasp of that. Piccolo is the <laughs> only one that is like comparable to Goku, and Piccolo can't do shit. Can't do shit to Nappa. To, to Nappa. It is literally of a, a hopeless fight. It is a hopeless fight. Everyone dies, and I mean not like everyone dies brutally. The Tien death, brutal. God, when he gets his arm punched off, dude, he gets his arm punched the fuck off. God, (laughs) like for some reason, in a fight full of all kinds of brutality, that is just one of the most fucking like jarring ones to me. Is like Nappa like fucking hits him with some kind of aura thing and then punches his fucking arm clean off. The Nappa fight. Nappa is Nappa is the most ruthless fighter in the series. Period. Yeah, like for sure. Outside of like a fucking Spopovich or some clown, you know, like you're right. It is Nappa is probably the most brutal villain wise, I'd say, yeah. Just to the direct cast, I mean, and obviously this culminates in like a fucking closing of a book on, on Piccolo's story, you know, like very tragic in its own way and very like touching. How right. And very tying into original Dragon Ball, like you said, where it's kind of come full circle. Like, Goku's kid basically studied under under fu- the reincarnation of King Piccolo. Right. But it's like the thing – it's the thing that Piccolo never got, that Goku got. Like, so I think Piccolo would have turned anyway because one of the things that Goku does is when he fights people, he makes them, like, want to better themselves. But, like, Piccolo got it in a different way than everyone else. Like – Goku is not friends with Tien. That's the thing. Is like Goku and Tien, they are not. They're not friends. buddy buddies. They are not buddy buddies. They are not friends. Um, it's just like, how do you? It, it's a it's a whole thing of like, how are you able to turn it? And then like, Piccolo learning from Gohan, and it's not. And it's the thing of like, Gohan is just being earnest with Piccolo. Piccolo was literally born to kill Goku. And to yep. be like Emperor, but he has no ambitions for Emperor. It's just to kill Goku. And right, Go- and Gohan was going to be his instrument to do that. That was right. the the plan he had underneath the whole, I'm going to train him to be strong for the Saiyans. So, right, yeah. he was like, I have, I have literally, I have A your plan. son. Yeah, I have your son, and he is going to be my student. And then, you know, here's what it is. Um, it's just so good. Um, Vegeta and Nappa are literally perfect villains. Like it's and as me rewatching it, my idea was why does people why do people really love Vegeta? And like I think on the curse barrier out when you look at it and you want to be pedantic, you're like, well, people are assholes and Vegeta's the ultimate asshole. But it's not that. Vegeta is he's a prideful person, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, someone who is considered himself from a master race, um, that is, mm-hmm. you know, no longer there. Um, but he was the king of that race and mm-hmm. his whole thing was, I am going to pers- persevere my race. His fight is just like, I need to protect who we are, protect my culture. It's something that's very relatable. Secondly, mm-hmm. secondly, mm-hmm. Vegeta's whole thing, like... His whole thing is just, like, I have to do what I have to do because of Frieza. Because, like, that is my boss. Does he enjoy it? He does. But, like, his whole okay, thing here, is... Okay, mm, uh, go, ahead. go ahead. finish up. Sorry. No, no I don't want... Yeah, I mean, his whole thing is a... What's called? His whole thing is, like, it's just an ends justified in the means type thing. 
I don't know. I feel like Vegeta. I don't was, agree with was that. that evil. Where it's coming from there? Huh? I, I mean, I feel like Vegeta was that kind of evil, though. Like it, I that might be, I, I that might be just part of the dubbing. But I really feel like, you know, Vegeta would have been just as much of a of a like dictator in under somebody else's boot as he would have Frieza's, or if he was on top, he'd still act the same way. Like I don't know. I'd, I'd have to I'd have to think about that one because like. I don't know. He's, he's like he's he's persevering the, the race and everything, and but like you know, Nappa gets hurt and he fucking puts him down. Mm-hmm. Like that is wild to me. Like that is a wild like display of power that Nappa just fucking killed half the cast by himself, and then Vegeta just casually tosses him and vaporizes him into oblivion. It's like, huh? I find yeah. that stuff way more captivating than like. Lol, we're gonna we're gonna solve a bug planet's fucking like cr- political crisis, end on a love story, and then blow up the planet. <laughs> what? What? I mean, that's the that is the gag. That is the dark humor in it. But like, good lord. Yeah. Hey, Vegeta. What about those bugs? Fuck it. <laughs> this this planet has a real bug problem. <laughs> Oh man, I, I think some of Vegeta's smarminess might be part of his appeal too, because like he was just he was the big bad then, you know. Like in the moment, yeah. he is the biggest bad, you know. Like there's no concept of stuff like Frieza yet. It's like maybe sort of like there, but in a vague way, you could make any character after that. You wouldn't have to make just Frieza, you know. Like right. written in a way where you could just expound on it. But and same thing with like Namekians and stuff, because you know that's where. It's kind of introduced to the cast, like, what is Namekian? Ooh, what is this thing? Becomes important later. But still pretty contained in, in its own right, like you were saying. Right. Man, what, like, we didn't even talk about, like, Goku showing up, or, like, the Goku-Vegeta fight, really. Like, because, I mean, I guess that's all where it leads up to. Yeah, but, I... Because he beats Nap up, like, with, like, not a lot of effort. Like, Kaioken, and then he, like, fucking breaks Nappa's spine. <laughs> right. I maintain... The the Goku Vegeta fight is the best fight because it's not about Goku and Vegeta. It literally that fight does not work without the if other it's characters. Just, if it's just Goku and Vegeta, yeah, Goku. Everybody's loses. there. Goku loses if it, if everybody doesn't help him as well. I think that's a very uh, interesting way to look at the fight because, like, there's a there's obvious reasons why people are like, oh, it's the best in the series, and I. Pretty regularly, I'm like, yeah, it is kind of the best, like, fight of the series because it has a fantastic ebb and flow of, like, you know, Goku rapidly climbing peaks that are put in front of him. Like, it's it's a very interesting fight from just that kind of perspective. And, uh, like, because Goku, I mean, obviously, Goku by himself would have just gotten flatlined by Vegeta, but he had to do, you know, dig into it deeper and use his training and, like, you know, use Kaioken and stuff. And right. use Kaioken multipliers, which... Wasn't really implied to be a thing until just like, uh, I guess I gotta just juice it up more. <laughs> right. I was like, just telling my, three. Uh, I was telling like, my roommates, there's like, oh yeah, he looks like time 10. He's like, no, he doesn't. He literally doesn't do time 10. King Kai's yelling at him about, about doing times time three. two. Yeah. He's like, don't do this. <laughs> You're going to rip your body to shreds. T- times four probably almost killed Goku simply doing it. For sure. Yeah. It's by the time, because by the time you get the free stuff, it's like, oh, times twenty. Like, who cares? It's we're in the wait, we're in the Super Saiyan waiting room. Just come on. <laughs> yeah, that's but no, the only um, thing I, I as it's presented here, it's really cool. 
Yeah. Like, and we haven't even touched on Goku's, like, how Goku got here either. Like, that's all the snake way stuff. Because Goku fucking dies. We touched on a little bit. But, yes, literally Piccolo has to kill Goku. Well, I mean, gets to kill Goku in his head, I'm sure. But, right. like, has to restrain Raditz because there's no other way. Like, they can't slow him down. He's, like, overpowering them very rapidly. So, you know, Goku makes the sacrificial play. Fucking restrains Raditz while Piccolo shoots the special beam cannon through him. And it's, I mean, that's a very iconic moment for obvious reasons. Like it's it's very it's a very cool interesting like captivating moment. Yeah. Where <laughs> where Radis is like ha, you thought I was the final boss. I'm literally the I'm a one one Goomba. <laughs> yeah, basically right. Yeah, and then it's like ah, oh, we have a, have a training training segment of the arc where they're gonna be here in two years. Very slow moving ships. Gotta say, <laughs> they're going at Earth speeds of like sixty miles an hour through space. It takes well, a while. So, well, no, we just don't know how long it is. Like, apparently, where they, came, yeah, where they, where they're coming from, had to be farther than like going to Namek, because Namek we know for a fact is eighteen months. It was eighteen months. Uh, it's, it was eighteen months that they said for the trip for, for in Kami's spaceship though. That's not the same as a Saiyan spaceship. It's about the same speed though. Could be if it's like a certain like fast as light or slightly under faster than light or whatever. Right. Yeah. God, I forgot about Kami's ship. But that that touches on Frieza. We're not gonna we're not gonna touch too much on Frieza because honestly, this arc doesn't touch too much on Frieza. Like, no, the Saiyans being there is just enough. Like he is that is like Goku's fucking like uh, he's like a line of a warrior race kind of thing. Like that's already big enough. Like we don't need Frieza pulling the strings behind that to be to make this captivating. This by itself is very captivating stuff. Right. And like, yeah, it it doesn't really top like the Saiyan saga in a lot of ways. It's also not nearly as bloated as a lot of the other sagas, you know? If this was another Dragon Ball Z saga, there'd be somebody in between the fucking Cyberman and Nappa who was like, ooh, I'm gonna be a big threat that you're gonna have to fucking spend like seven episodes on, you know? Like, it doesn't have that pacing issue that later sagas suffer from where they're shuffling villains around and kind of trying to build up to a thing. Like, there's a clear progression from like Raditz to, to Nappa and Vegeta, like, and it's 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 a small scale, it's a small cast for a series, you know. Right. Like Frieza Saga, there's goons coming out the wazoo. Cell Saga does it back a there's bit, two, but it's still just like well, so a the, lot. The Frieza Saga, there's too many villains. That's literally the problem. The problem is there's too many villains and not enough characters to shine. Like Vegeta gets a great time to shine, and we get to see Vegeta's in because he gets to kill <laughs> But then Vegeta. Like, he falls into the same trap that everyone else falls into. He falls into, we have to wait for Goku. And that it, it, yep. it, it's frustrating. Like, you, yep. even give, you even give Piccolo a power increase. And he to fight Frieza for a bit. He falls under the same trap. It's yeah, and it's just wait for Goku. It's it's it. That is where the trappings of wait for Goku really went from. This is a tro. Well, I mean, no, I guess Saiyan Saga was the first wait for Goku, right? Like, well, no, it's not like, their whole, well, no, their... the, well, wait, King Piccolo was kind of like that, wasn't it? That was kind of uh, wait for Goku, wasn't it? King Piccolo, well, no, King Piccolo was, was, um, Roshi saying, I have a technique, I will die if I use it, and if we miss, yo, we're kind of fucked. Right. We're not, like, Goku's there, but there, we do have an ace in the hole. Right, He just happens, right, right. he happens to miss the evil containment wave. Oh, no, it gets rebounded, that's exactly right. It gets fucking rebounded. Because he knew. Oh, that Dragon Ball is so great. I love Dragon Ball so much. I love it so much. 
Hells, yeah. But no, like, uh, because, uh, man, where do we even start? Because we were talking about, what, Goku's journeys, Goku's travels. Like, is the Snake Way stuff interesting on your Rewatch deal? Because I never found it super captivating. I found it, it was like, man, they made this thing like 9 billion miles long, so Goku can't be there till the end, huh? I liked it. I liked it. Well, the thing about it, it's not, first of all, it takes him only like, it takes him only like three months to run a Snake Way. Snake Way is not the problem. The problem is like when he comes back, but he just flies all the way back. It's literally yeah. just, Snake Way is fun. It's very fun. Very, very, like, just. It felt like a little bit thing. more padding. I don't know. Like, it, I, I get that it, you have to build space and build up the character. This is the first time this trope is really being. You know, enacted in a serious manner. It's not even um, just a trope. Like, it's not even a trope at this point. It's just a character you thing. Just have to let, when you when you watch an anime, you just have to let events breathe, and I think that's the problem that we all. We, I mean, we have ADD brains, right? We need something right away, but sometimes it's just cool, just to be like, all right, I'm just gonna let this thing breathe for a little bit. I mean, that's that's cycling back to contemporary anime. Like my hero season four had had that where. I like the um, general criminal arc a lot because it feels like a bit of a breather after the fucking high tension, high stakes. Well, I guess not high stakes, but high tension in a lot of ways. Um, overhaul arc, you know. It was a this. breather. I'll say this: uh, in watching that uh, anime or watching that uh, reading that manga, man, I can't wait for a breather arc. I hope they just stop for <laughs> a while. I would not be. I would not be upset. Please next... let all of our precious, precious uh, anime characters relax for a little bit. <laughs> I literally told somebody it's like, it's like you're watching, it's like you're reading like the Harry Potter books when they got to the part like in like the sixth or seventh chapter where it's like just all hell is breaking loose and you're just in your back of your mind it's like they just can't go back to school now. Like oh, there's, there's no one going back to school now. God, yeah, yeah. ripped off that I, cool band-aid. I cannot wait to get there because I am I am trucking along on my uh, read of the, my hero academia manga. Uh, it, and TL, you were definitely the biggest pusher for me to put to read it, but so many nudges. Basically, every Sunday, people are like, "Oh my god, my hero!" After a month and a half of that straight, I'm just like, "God, fine, I'll open the Shonen Jump app." <laughs> it's so good, and the app is only two dollars. Again, we do not get paid by Shonen Jump. But it's two dollars a month, man. Man, we're it not is. shills. Just get me talking about Goku Black. We won't. We will show you how much of shills we are not. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we are purposely not talking about the free art because it's bad. I think the free art is bad. I think the free art is bad. I think it's bad. I think Super Saiyan Goku sucks. I what? Think it's, oh, I can't think get it's, there. This is Earth's own <laughs> show. We won't. We'll talk about it later. But yeah, I just think. Um, I think it's. I think it's bad. I think. I think it's a great moment, but then it, it amplifies all the bad aspects of Goku. It literally, it's it's bad, especially in retrospective where you know where the series goes. If the series ends with Gohan, it makes sense. Yeah, Team 4 Star just did it a, bit, a better way. They are just able to show like, oh, hey, I know like, this sucks, and I'm bad at this, and I, I need to go away. And then, yeah, that was a very he, touching moment. Yeah, I think that's a better way of doing that. For sure, for sure, I agree. Man, we'll definitely get to the Frieza saga, but let's try and wrap up on uh, on, on Saiyan saga stuff. If only because uh, there's still a lot of the Vegeta fight to go. We haven't talked about apes, and we haven't talked about swords and uh, samurais, and man, 
you are totally right where it's like, yeah, the Goku and Vegeta aspect of the fight is cool, but everybody else versus this big threat that is Vegeta is also very, very interesting, very compelling. Right. Like, no. um, like Goku puts him on the ropes. It's a great beam struggle. Everybody talks about the beam struggle. It, it's the, it is the kind of definitive one uh, between that and going and sell. But I feel like even I just the even just the color a- aspect of uh, just the fucking beam struggle is perfectly exemplified with Goku and Vegeta. So I think I mean, one of the cooler things is Vegeta realizing that they could go Ozaku, go to a giant ape. Not wanting to do that from Rip because he's like, his my thinking is like, oh, Kakarot's so going to have, well, no, Kakarot is going to have is going to have his, and then he notices he doesn't have his, and then the the next thing he literally does is when he goes a little bit too much, he's like, oh, okay, I'll just do this. It's genius. my ace in the hole. It's so good. It's it's really good. It's like, it wasn't. Hmm. I mean, this series introduced power levels, obviously, this season. I feel like it wasn't as much of an issue as it immediately becomes in the Frieza saga, and then spirals out of control. They try and stop it. It still continues to this day with in with people with too much time on their hands, uh, we'll say. For, imagine imagine trying to power scale Dragon Ball Super. You will, you will, you will lose it. <laughs> you will definitely lose it. But um, it felt more contained in this I don't know in the Saiyan saga where like yeah lol over 9,000 jokes but like ah it didn't feel like out of control so something like the Ozaru thing is a bit more believable and like oh he's keeping on his speed and his agility and stuff like yeah because like he's a very well trained great ape like he speaks you know like not a lot of great apes can just fucking talk you know like he is a one of the most like powerful great apes and it's the great ape as a thing that you know, becomes a villain that they have to fight, you know? Because Goku was always the Ozaru before. <laughs> that is a huge thing for the character of Goku. But, uh, no, like, the Great Ape the great ape stuff always felt like a um, good culmination of the character. Because, like, it gives Goku that revelation that nobody was really willing to tell him. That nobody was really willing to, like, you know, like, coax out of any... Like, you know, nobody told him about it. It was a, it was a secret to him and nobody else. Right. That, hey, you uh, sometimes turn into a giant monkey and destroy everything. You know? Like, it's, uh, I don't know, kind of a big deal. And the fact that it, it takes uh, Goku to, you know, coax that final winning strategy out of Vegeta is a big deal as well. And who else, who else gets to help get, you know, get these killing blows and get everything in than fucking Yajirobe? Uh, it's like a M- throw- MVP, sleeper hit, sleeper hit of the arc. <laughs> It's just a throwaway character, a throwaway joke character that was like, it was Akira Toriyama doing the fucking feudal samurai character, and as a joke, it just it, just, <laughs> it worked. That's so weird. God, it worked. It's so fucking funny too, because when Vegeta fucking shrinks back down and starts just punching the shit out of him. Oh my god, yeah, that was, a, but that was a great moment. Like, and that's. That is a bit on, like, a Toriyama brand for, like, yeah, this gag character, this silly thing is, like, going to be actually pretty crucial to the plot and, like, bringing everything together. And it's like, yeah, sure, why not? Like, I, I think it works really well. I, I like Yadrobi a lot in this, you know? It it cuts off Vegeta's tail, which is, you know, as a very prideful individual, that's got to hurt him a lot in the pride. Like, he lost his tail. That is a huge, that's probably right. a huge fucking deal for him to lose that. It's, like, is fucking insane for him to lose that. Um... 
but he fucking does, and he fucking deals with it. <laughs> like, he... And then, immediately, another giant monkey. Because fucking Gohan staring at it. Yeah, and he realizes that Gohan has the tail. He's like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. And which, I mean, the Gohan being a great ape thing, like, cool. I'm not a huge, like, it's whatever. I get it. Uh, but Well, I mean, they've done it, it like, three times. Like, it, the yeah. only thing is, like, okay, at some point, what is going on with this? It happened three times in this series. Got to rein it in a little bit. And that, that's when bit, Gohan yeah. gets, you know, like, freeze or Vegeta immediately cuts the tail off and just seals the deal there. But it's like, yeah. man, there's another giant monkey immediately. Well, that's after, after, that's after Gohan falls on him. He cuts it off, but Gohan then falls on him and does cause a lot, a of, damage. lot of damage. That's yeah. like one of the finishing blows. That's like when Vegeta's, Vegeta's like, "Yeah, I think I'm good." <laughs> yeah, I'm a head. I'm a head out. Now. But then Krillin <laughs> almost kills him, and then Goku no. And, and it's just like Goku you dumbass. Most Goku thing of all time, ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Son Goku sparing his enemies, not because they're good on the inside, maybe a little of that, but more because. I want to fight that guy again. Well, no. So his his reasoning was, hey, it like uh, we spared Piccolo. Like, look what happened. Yeah, <laughs> we we had Piccolo. So like this can all change. And it's like, no, you dumbass. Like and not then this Vegeta's guy. like, yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> I'm gonna go kill some fucking villages of of natives on a fucking on a uh, on Namek. <laughs> Oh, that that's arc. pretty fucked up. It's very fucked up. But we're not talking about that arc. We are talking about. We're again, still wrapping up on the Saiyan saga, which no. yeah, Krillin's about to go in for the killing blow, and yeah, like I don't know. It's a it's it's a very where we see Goku do it all the time now. It's like we roll our eyes, but like I guess at the time it's a bit more endearing. I mean, that's kind of what he did throughout all of Dragon Ball is is befriend his fucking enemies. You know, like it. It was a bit more tongue in cheek then. I think now people are just sick of the trope. Right. No, it definitely. That's is. not the that's not the end end of the Saiyan saga, right? Because like, doesn't it end on like some of the revelations on Namek stuff, right? Nope, like, nope. That uh, the actual DVD stops there. Oh really? It stops at Vegeta leaving. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Okay, that is a, that is an interesting place to uh, put the the fence post, I guess, for dividing up the seasons. Yeah. Man, yeah, you, I I do think that, yeah, it's a very cool culmination of a lot of Dragon Ball stuff. Very dark, very tragic in a lot of ways, but um, like, yeah, it's a it is a very solid arc, top to bottom. I think on top of being a good sort of uh, send off to Dragon Ball original Dragon Ball in a way, like it does do a good job of of broadening the horizons where Dragon Ball Z can go because if you can come from space, you can obviously go to space. They were obviously going to go to space at some point. Right. No, absolutely. So, like, the, the, the Frieza saga felt like a natural push of where things were going to go. Um, Man, I'm... Here's the thing. I don't want to fucking watch the Frieza saga. <laughs> I, you should. I, you should. It's, it's going to be a... That'll be a long watch. People don't make jokes about the Frieza-Goku fight um, for, no, for nothing. Dude, it, it, it is it, literally a whole DVD. <laughs> and, like, the Frieza saga is already split in two box sets. It is literally a whole DVD. Jesus Christ. Maybe we'll get to it, but maybe we'll we'll cherry pick. I don't know. But um this has been a fun little dive into our Dragon Ball adult brains. Um with with yeah. the general theme being the Saiyan saga. I, I think it's a great saga top to bottom. I think if we do this for other arcs, it they would be much longer and maybe more drawn out. 
Just like the shows themselves. A little bit more focused on those arcs and then me being like, and here's why it's bad. Here's all the complaints I have. Don't, did you, what do you have to say about the Cell Saga? It's really bad. They redid. Oh, no. Come on. Come they redid on. three. No. They redid the villain no. three times, and then redid the villain again another three times. Oh, but they're all great. good, and they feel like natural progressions. They it's better than the Frieza stuff. Come on. Yeah. There's not uh, as many characters. It's bad. But they all connect. Oh, come on. <sighs> I can't wait to see what you think about the Boo Saga because we we don't have time for that this episode. <laughs> Guess what I Boys. think? It's it's bad. Boy, gee whiz. Um, but no, um, this has been a fun little deep dive. Um, if you want to listen to all of our silly stuff that we do here at uh, at the PNB Network, you can go to patreon.com slash PNB. Uh, any little amount you give will uh, get you early access to shows just like this one, seven days early. We've got exclusive shows like PNB FM, like this, uh, still yet, <laughs> I might just call it Dragon Ball Optimist. Oh, I might just call Dragon Ball Optimus, but um, this don't show, this that. silly, sh- please, this silly show we do, oh, we- <laughs> um, and grind forever, and uh, the the pre pod sessions we occasionally do for PNB, just our kind of warm ups compiled together. It's a good time. We have a lot of fun here at PNB. So any yeah. all support you could give at uh, patreon.com slash PNB would be greatly appreciated. Yeah, co dash fee. Dot com slash Turbo Bison. I don't have a job. Buy me coffee. Support my streaming lad. I uh, hope to have some little clip shows of his uh, videos here uh, for him here soon. Uh, that's going to be fun to do. Uh, <laughs> and, um, yeah, support uh, TL in his uh, Twitch streaming endeavors. He is a, not a partner. What is it? A tw- affiliate. Twitch I'm affiliate. An affiliate. Dude, if I was partner, affiliate. I wouldn't need, I was partner, I wouldn't need this coffee. <laughs> <laughs> But give him give him a, a few bones over there. Support him when you can. Oh, he yeah, streams subscribe. every weekday, nine a.m. to twelve p.m. Well, Monday through Thursday. No stream Monday on Monday through Thursday. Excuse me. Yes. No stream on Fridays. No stream on but, Fridays. Uh, say four days a week. Good schedule. Okay, tune in. You're gonna have a good time. Absolutely. Um, you can follow myself on Twitter. I am at Tierney. I occasionally do things like tweet Dragon Ball images and tweet Dragon Ball gifts. Um, it's you know same old, same old. But uh, you can follow TL on Twitter at Travis L Foster. You can follow the uh, podcast feed here over at PNB Cast. And uh, yeah, I guess that's gonna do it for me here at uh, this untitled Dragon Ball show. I will not call it Dragon Ball Optimists. I promise. <laughs> I said something way worse on Twitter anyway. Can't wait to! I, I wasn't paying attention to Twitter. Can't wait to! Can't wait to see what this is. Can't wait to see. All right. Bye. No! 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 Bye. No, We're going no, to no. Dragon Thoughts. Dragon <laughs> Thoughts. They gonna find them. Dragon Thoughts. And so you got those Dragon Thoughts on your Dragon Ray. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>